This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. WFO Radio Ignition. Hello, WFO Universe. It is I, Geo in Miami, once again, flying the ship on a not Monday night. Talking about this past weekend's racing and midweek report since it's Wednesday. We didn't make it here on Monday night with the Halloween trick-or-treaters going on all over the house all night long, opening the door, close the door, open the door, close the door, candy. I ran out of candy. The only thing they left was those uh, the Almond Joys, and I don't like those. I don't like the coconut or the Almond Joy crap. I didn't eat any of that. I ate, By the way, that package that they sell with the combo stuff that's supposed to have Reese's, Snickers, and all, all the good stuff, it's got like two Reese's, four Snickers, and the rest is the crap. Almond Joy, York, two Kit Kats, none of the good stuff. Where's all the good candy? I think I'm going to start buying just a pack that brings only Snickers and only M&Ms and only Reese's. Because uh, that variety pack, it's not worth it. Don't do it, boys and girls. But anyway, I digress. Here we are. As uh, you've noticed, Joey is not around today. He went to the NHRA uh, Nevada Nationals in Vegas this past weekend. And uh, the partying is still going on out there. As you know, what happens in Vegas gets spread all over the Internet. So if you've uh, joined, seen, followed him on social media, you know exactly what's going on. He's out there still partying it up. I mean, uh, working the SEMA show and doing all his uh, responsibilities. That's what's going on. But uh, we're going to put out the bat signal and see if he's able to join us and uh, give us the Nevada Nationals, Vegas, SEMA, Halloween weekend debrief, whatever else was going on, which I'm not going to discuss and uh, if you saw the pictures, you saw the pictures and you know. On the program tonight, we're going to discuss NASCAR. What else? The championship four is set. Christopher Bell gets the big win at Martinsville. Gets in along with Joey Logano, Chase Elliott. And uh, who else made it? Was it Denny Hamlin that made it? I think Denny Hamlin was about to get in until Ross Chastain, the talk of the nation, ladies and gentlemen, Ross Chastain with the Bonsai video game, Days of Thunder, busting a move, whatever you want to call it, put the pedal to the metal, downshifted, hit the wall, and didn't let go until he had passed 18 cars on the last corner and was going about 50 miles faster than the rest of the field. And actually, no, he went from 10 to, I believe, fourth or fifth in the race past Denny Hamlin, which is all that really mattered and got himself into the championship four. So yes, we will definitely discuss the Ross Chastain move. It is a talk of the everyone, not just uh, the NASCAR or the motorsports world, but the regular stick and ball sports world, as well as the regular world. I had people in my office talking and asking me about it that uh, do not care about anything that has to do with sports, much less motorsports. But uh, definitely NASCAR, Ross Chastain on the docket today. And uh, 
one of the most important things going on. The WFO Fantasy League. The battle continues at the top of the standings between Mr. Fantasy NASCAR and Bad Brad. We need Bad Brad to big win one here for the WFO League and not let Mr. Fantasy dominate. And so we're going to get into that and see what's going on. But all I can say is, woo, they are razor thin still at the top. What else we got on the docket? F1 Mexico City. Yeah, more of the same. Those uh, Max Verstappen fans are still rejoicing and parting it up. Guy wins the championship. What are you going to do? Record winning setting season. 13th win. Red Bull dominates again. This time, the closest competition is Lewis Hamilton. Lewis Hamilton comes in second. It was not really that close, but uh, the battle was between Lewis and then Sergio and uh, Russell was uh, a distant fourth. The Ferraris were not even in the same area code in Mexico City. I guess the altitude uh, does not go well with whatever the car design or, you know, who knows. But Ferraris thinking of the joint in Mexico City. Um, more of that. No race this weekend. They'll finish up the season in uh, two weeks in Brazil and followed by Abu Dhabi back-to-back weeks, uh, Labor Day, uh, no, Veterans Day weekend and the following weekend. And uh, like I said, Nevada Nationals, NHRA. Lots uh, going on out there. The big winners. We'll see if uh, we're able to send a bat signal to Joey C. And uh, he could give us an update and uh, see what's going on at the race and at the SEMA show and uh, what other activities are going on over there. And uh, we'll close it out with the the sports collision, as always. I'm sure there's something going on in the sports world we could discuss, like uh, NFL flurry of trades on the trade deadline. The MLB World Series is going on. Everybody in Philadelphia is still cheering and hollering. I know Sue is having up a good time. And I got to say, I was happy to see the Astros lose a game and they're down in the series. But as a Yankee fan, there was a little bit of bitterness thinking that, man, my team freaking sucks. Like, why aren't we in there battling against, you know, the Phillies? Anyway, I digress. But uh, that's what we got here on the show. And before I go any further, I'm going to definitely do the right thing. I could hear Joe right now telling me, did you mention the sponsors? Did you mention the sponsors? And so we're going to mention the sponsors, like Total Seal Piston Rings. If if it takes a piston ring, if it takes a piston ring, they can build it. Call Matt at Total Seal Piston Rings. They help us. Let them know that uh, you're calling them because uh, they support the show and you want to support them. And the reality is that if you need a piston ring, there's no better place to go. Total Seal. FTI Performance. It's not cheating. It's the competitive edge. FTIPerformance.com. Go on there. Get whatever you need for your car and your race car. And, uh, you know, another pers- another company that helps the WFO universe move along. Like Philips Connect. Are they just Philips-Connect.com? And so they'll help you track your cars for safety or just for the corporate time-stealing weasels aren't corporate time-stealing weasels. And uh, finally, don't forget Bernie's. I went on there. We were discussing one of the Corvettes last week, which was probably um, just about the same price as the new air conditioner system, which I can say is working phenomenally. It is uh, super nice and uh, frigid in here. And not because it's cool outside. It's, uh, you know, as in South Florida, it's probably 80 degrees outside like it is every day. 
and but uh, not inside. We've had it in the low 70s every single day now that we've got fresh air and new arteries and veins instead of breathing all that filth that we were breathing before. I saw that stuff. I can't believe that we were sick every single day. The filth that came out of the AC vents, well, the vents themselves were just pure filth. But uh, now we got the new stuff, and I can say, uh, ah, it's great to have cool, fresh air again, especially in South Florida. But, uh, wow, I digress from Bernie's. Go to Bernie's. Buy one of those cars. I would have bought one, but now I got a new AC system instead. Um, who else helps us? Frank Hawley. Frank Hawley. Go to Frank Hawley's. $3.99. Dragster Adventure. Samtech.edu. Become a machinist. Get a job. Learn a trade. They can't take that stuff from you. And don't forget our friend Marvin Rodak, who gives you the coffee so you can stay up all night and listen to podcast after podcast after podcast. There you go. And get some mu uh, muscle rub. <laughs> get some rub and some hot sauce while you're at it. And so there you have it. That's what's going to be on the program today. Before I go too far, I am going to bring my wonderful co-host, the great Stubo Sue Morris. Stubo, welcome to the show. WFO. Yo, Gio, WFO. What's happening, my friend? Woo. How, how about that? In hot, hot Florida. Are you cool? Chilling? Enjoying that? Oh, well, it's or hot what? outside, but it is nice. and It's penguin-like inside here. I, I think I might have to put on a sweater. Oh, man. I see. Uh, yeah, just like you. You see you're wearing, I see you're wearing your long sleeve T-shirts. I am. That's I how am. I have to walk around inside the house. So I'm going to put on socks and stuff because my feet are all cold. <laughs> Let me guess. You got the house to a nice brisk 62 degrees. It's chilling. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, we just put it on on instead of auto. Ah, there you go. <laughs> so that it doesn't I, stop blowing. I, you know, I gotta take advantage now while it's still in the warranty, right? Might as well. That's true. That's use true. It to the brakes. <laughs> work it in. Work it in. Be like uh, Ross Chastain and just step on that pedal and don't lift. <laughs> oh, how about that? <laughs> Did you get to watch that, or were you out uh, taking care of business uh, still? from your misadventures of not being able to make it to Vegas, which is where we last connected with you. Yeah, no, the misadventures. I guess, yeah, I guess let's get the full report. And uh, as as we know, you you guys did not make it, obviously. Nope. And we knew you weren't going to make it pretty much uh, as of last Monday night. Yes, Vegas, Vegas dreams came to an end. And uh, we are on hold for 2020. You know, we'll, we'll look at 2023. So we'll, we'll see what happens there. But... The good news is, is that um, the entire rig, everything was, uh, we were able to pick it up Friday. Thank goodness to the cat dealer um, who we took it to in uh, uh, Cooksville, Tennessee. So Friday. Tennessee. Yeah, so Friday. When we, when we last connected with the show here, it was Monday, Monday night, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. you were hoping that Tuesday you were going to get it hopefully be able to get going so you were not able to get going on tuesday no, no. obviously no <laughs> oh, it, man, so it, it it got it got towed to the uh, cat dealer tuesday uh they were able to take a look at it on thursday uh long story short it was an ecm like we thought um cha-ching but they overnighted it got it in got it installed and uh sent us on our way Friday afternoon, we headed eastward, back out Tennessee way towards South Carolina, picked up our race trailer from our friends Perry's, 
who uh, took care of our race car and trailer. We are very thankful and then headed home. So all is home, all is well, and it's time to prep for winter here in the Morris Racing Team. So <laughs> Morris Motorsports is prepping for 2023, but all good things, all good things. It could have been worse. Or, well, uh, I guess that is the bright side that it could have been worse. You, you know, we, the situation would have been much worse if you were further out and not quite so close to home. And as bad as it was, they, you know, the, I guess the only thing you lost was a little bit of time and money. Yeah. But you know, after I paid the bill for the ECM, I was like, well, it was cheaper than paying diesel fuel out to Vegas and back. So, <laughs> Hey, you know, so there is a fight. silver lining. You actually lining. made it to Vegas and back in under budget if <laughs> the Vegas trip came in under budget. We got change. We got change, buddy. <laughs> there you go. You see, there you go. You can put that towards uh, the first trip of the of the 2023 season. That's right. That's right. Well, <laughs> we're glad that you guys were able to finally get going and get back home and everything safely. And it was just uh, minor issues, I guess. It could have been much worse. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, I, I had to laugh, you know, it's you're, you're exchanging texts and tweets and, and other things with people. And uh, uh, I had, uh, I think it was Joey C was like, hey, well, at least it didn't done blow up. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that would be much worse. Yeah. I said, very true. It didn't done blow up. So, hey, we, we still had everything in working condition. And and on our way back, it was like we had a great tune-up on top of it all so that thing is cruising along and picking up speed so uh again all all things could have been all you guys were really doing was was making a dry run for next year that's right right. it was a prep it was all just getting ready we can do this okay all right now we need the tune-up to go with it we're good here we go so (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Well, like I said, everyone's glad you guys made it back and uh, we'll just have to plan for the next trip for the, for the next tweet up, meet up, tweet up, meet up, you know, who knows what 2023 is going to be going to bring. There's a lot that can happen between now and then. I mean, heck Joey sees out at SEMA, not sharing details, but I I see little things here and there out in the Twitter world and out on the Insta. I've seen clips right? all over social Man. media he's dancing the night away i, mean, I know What's all suited going on? up and posing looking all handsome man what the heck yeah did, did you know he was going to get all dressed up i mean come on joey c well he i mean the suit. Uh, i didn't know full particulars but i you know as i uh rumor has it uh you know i i got a spy report that he was uh looking uh discussing a suit situation ah. and, you know i didn't bother asking what the hell he needed a suit for or why he was taking his suit but uh i i sure found out yes yes if you haven't seen it go check yeah go online right? follow joe dub at joe. wfo joe that's where he is all over his uh twitter and instagram and everywhere he is all and, over uh, the place you'll find out what's going on in the wfo universe in las vegas baby vegas no, and I was so bummed. I mean, you know, I, I saw Troy and Matt did actually get to meet each other. Now he got a big fan on his hand, so that's a good thing. And uh, but no battle. I got them. I didn't miss. Yeah, you know, I missed the battle. What the heck? 
So oh, I'm sure once Troy got in front of Matt, he, he, he the, the, the whole battle, the idea <laughs> of battle royale quickly went out the window. That's right. That's right. Probably did. Matt is a very uh, imposing figure. Yes, he is. He is. And uh, and he was very focused. And, and oh, by the way, came home with the big ass trophy. Big Wally came home this weekend with him. So he sure did. He's not the only one. Him and Brittany and Erica brings home another one. Just locks it down. Right, man. She, she not only brought home I, the Wally for the race, but the championship. There's that fifth championship for Erica. How awesome was that? I mean. Let, yeah, the queen of pro stock. She is. She is uh, bringing the business. And uh, let's see what she does coming Pomona. I, I want to see her do the, the Grand Slam. So uh, we'll see if she, she brings it all the way in, which wouldn't shock me. That that team is just rocking it. So now the they've been on all year long. They really have. Oh, she she coming with attitude. She came with attitude this year. And, and uh you know, it's impressive. You take nothing away from her and, you know, you, you get different naysayers and stuff, but you, you hands down, she's impressive, um, drives with confidence. She knows what she's doing. She helps out in the pits, say what you want. She's just all around awesome. So, um, and that team is incredible. So elite is just uh, impressive to watch that whole team work together. And, and uh, you know, what can you say? They're, they're, they're fantastic. So uh, congratulations to the entire uh, Elite Motorsports team and Erica Ender's fifth championship pro stock. Rocking it. Great job. Yeah, unbelievable. It, just, it really is. Feels like it's been a long way since she was uh, riding that, that milk uh, sponsorship, the, the Chuggers <laughs> or whatever it was. I don't remember <laughs> that one. <laughs> it's like well, that, like that, uh, that protein drink or whatever it, uh, it was. Times have changed. <laughs> yeah, long time. So, what say you about Ross Chastain? Does NASCAR need to change the rules? Is that yeah. is that going to be the new normal? I mean, we kind of saw Kyle Larson try something like that, but it didn't really work. He just kind of went into the wall and bounced right back. Oh, and uh, I did remember to send out the bat signal to the Patreons. I see some of them are lining up there. All We're right, get you right away, Troy. As soon as uh. Sue gives us her take on the Ross Chastain incident. <laughs> well, you know, I was with a lot of people with the Ross Chastain incident. I was like, what the hell did I just watch? Yes, I did that in a video game way back when <laughs> and on, on my console. And that thing was, and you kept watching it going, is that, did they speed that up? No, no, no. That's real time. Do you believe it? I mean, well, that's exactly just... what it is. It looked like if it was being shown in fast forward or, or in, yeah, in, in but... double time or something. It was unbelievable because he was going significantly faster than the rest of the field at that point. Oh, yeah. It was, it, it was just like, and even how, hearing him tell the story of grabbing fifth gear and just putting the foot down. Um... <laughs> no, it, it, it really is. It's amazing. <laughs> Look, he tried a video game move and it worked. It, right. worked. it doesn't usually work. And so, look, I'm all for it. 
I don't I think it's a one off thing. I don't expect to see everybody trying to do this now. And if they do at some point, somebody in front is just going to stick there, get in front towards the wall and block them and they're going to cause a big wreck. And then we'll see what happens. But I don't think it's an issue. I, I think that right now there's no need to overreact by anybody, by the NASCAR, by anybody else. And let's just, you know, let it go and see what happens. Now, if they continue to do this and it becomes an issue, well, you know, maybe then we have to do something like they don't race back to the caution anymore. <laughs> and uh, we'll see. But it was just unbelievable. Great move. And it, I guess it's great because it worked, right? It did. It did. I mean, you can't take anything away from him. It absolutely worked. Um, you know, and, and even listening to his spotter, he's like, yep, up against the wall. Keep it going. You got it. Yep, yep, yep. Boom. <laughs> it, was it was It was incredible. Is that Troy down there? We're going to bring on Troy with his super duper mustache. What is this, Troy? Mustache. Did you get that from Matt? Troy's got the porn stash going, my (laughs) man. Look at that. That's right, baby. That's right. Uh, I did just get back from Vegas after all. We need your walk-up music. I mean, is that Tom Selleck or is that Troy? No, it's uh, Bob Burgers, man. Halloween with the family. We did a big coordinated uh, costume. Did a little Bob's Burgers. It's also kind of a broom in honor of the the sweep, the Astros Yankees sweep from a week or so ago. Ah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you gotta start off the show like that, always throwing shade at me. But that's okay. As you see, I'm wearing my uh it is a uh, FSU week here, and I'm wearing my UM gear. And uh we did get back to five hundred this week, Troy. So as yeah. bad as it is and as terrible as the team has been, the abortion of football that they have been playing, they are back at 500 after a huge victory, the battle of the field goals this weekend. And then they finally won with a two-point conversion in like the 18th overtime. I mean, you want to talk about off uh, offensive offense or lack thereof. Oh, my goodness. It was, it was a struggle just to watch that game, Troy. You're lucky you were at the racetrack. Yeah, man, you know it's bad when you're two-thirds of the way through the season and you're getting stoked about being back up to 500. (laughs) Hey, two wins away from a win, man. That's all that matters. (laughs) Let's be honest here. That's all that matters. That's right. Money's on the line, baby. Yeah, man. At this Talk point, for those I silver linings. Come on, anyone you can yeah. Look, big game, big rivalry. They got FSU this weekend. But I got to tell you, they are huge underdogs. But if these guys don't drink the Kool-Aid this week and, and forget about all that stuff and remember that they, these are the kids that they've been battling since they were playing peewee football, uh, FSU will put a stomping on us because uh, the way that these two teams battle each other, um, if the Canes can't find a way to score – it could it could get ugly real quick, and it's it's like homecoming night or something. Oh man, it's yeah. I can tell yeah, you now. Well, I'm not going to the game. It's my anniversary this weekend, and so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna get uh liquored up and not watch, and and definitely not go there. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Yeah, the you know the Florida teams could be any of them could be winless, and uh, you know the the interstate games are always uh, always going to be huge. Seminoles, uh, no matter how bad they are in any given year, you know, always seem to get up for for big games. Uh, so that'll be a that'll be a good one, man. Definitely, definitely, that's a big rivalry game this weekend. Uh, but uh, so give us, since we, uh, as you know, uh, I, I guess uh, you probably last saw Joe alive uh, 
out of all of us here. <laughs> right. but so he's not on the show. He has still not made it back. He claims to be working, doing SEMA stuff and, you know, all this work stuff because that's all he does. And work, work, work. And, you know, the, making us feel he whines about work and makes us feel sorry. Like, that's all he does. And all I know is that every time I look at the social media, he's living it up, dancing, drinking, partying, posing, pretty girls, all kinds of stuff going on. No work. He's not here yeah, on the, the show. Are, the kind of are, there's no winter right. There's no winter shows going on this week. No NHRA interviews, winter interviews, nothing. So I saw Blink. Give us the report, Troy. What is Blink. going on? Well, I think current odds are plus 500 that he's still recovering from the Bo Butner, Randy Lynn ship wedding. Uh, it looked like he was having a good time that night. <clears throat> Man, what a weekend at the strip. Uh, so many huge implications on the pro level for the championship. Sportsmen, ET racers going for their national championships from all over the country. Uh, just a ton of racing uh, here and all of it high stakes. And and it was great stuff, man. My D6 guys that I knew uh, both went red in the first round, which was a real bummer. Uh, Earl Griffith was racing for Cooper Chun, uh, kind of the sentimental favorite down there this weekend and and turned it red by, I think, 001 or something. So kind of a bummer how, you know, the ending of that story came. But, uh, you know, but a lot of heartfelt stuff around Cooper and D6. And, and that was really cool. The track was amazing. Uh, they were running fast. And drama, you know, first round, Clay Milliken takes out Justin Ashley. And there was an audible gasp in the grandstands. I mean, it was, uh, it was a huge, huge moment. First thing in the morning, you know, pretty much starting out. And, uh, and he, you know, early in the day, and, and Milliken takes down Justin Ashley, uh, which is exactly what Brittany Force and everybody else needed to happen. And, uh, you know, it was Milliken's Hail Mary. They dialed that thing up perfect, and they just out flat out ran him. And um, it was pretty amazing. And then Brittany just whomps everybody, smashes her way through the field. Tony Stewart out there looking like he's been doing this his whole life. Uh, you know, taking out big names and uh, a really cool final Madison Payne for her very first win uh, from a family with a long lineage of winning uh, takes down Tony Stewart of all people who seems to be on a mission of destiny for her first national event Wally. So uh, stories, you know, to add to the pain collection uh, for sure. And second tier, second tier drivers stepping up. You know, and taking down some of the big guns. Uh, so it was it was an amazing week, man. Amazing weekend. Lots of lots of great racing. Lots of great people. Tons of fun. And I uh, really couldn't have written it up any better. Well, that's great. I'm glad. And Brittany Force comes out. Brittany Force comes out with the points lead by like four points or seven points or something. I mean, a couple. But uh, she leaves this weekend now ahead of Justin Ashley headed into Pomona. Um, nearly tied. So Pomona is going to be huge in top fuel dragster. Yeah. Top fuel and funny car too. I mean, for sure. Both of them are going to be tight. So I have a feeling uh, Robert Height will rise to the occasion in that triple uh, A car. That's going to be a big, 
important race uh, for them, kind of home turf for JFR uh, and for AAA of Southern California. So for the last time, for the last yeah. time, right? That was going to be the in and out. I yep. did see that news come down the wire in and out the big news, getting the Pomona track sponsorship. And uh, I guess the winter nationals also it'll be, was the, the announcement? Well, no, they're getting they're getting the finals this year. They're getting the finals, yeah. Oh, okay, the finals. There you go. Sorry, but, the but they're also going to be the naming rights for the track for the next ten. Yeah, yeah, that is great. That is great news. Anytime that a new sponsor comes on, and I mean, it's a new sponsor, not a new sponsor, but In and Out, huge. Everybody loves the In and Out burgers, the fries. It's a good fit for car culture to, you know, the, the old drivers. Man, who does? I got like eighteen yeah. of them, and every time I go to a new In and Out, I buy one. You have to get one. Yeah, it's a great fit for, uh, you know, for car culture for racing. Uh, pretty, pretty exciting that news for sure. Uh, and then Lyle Barnett, you know, Lyle Barnett coming out of the pro mod, going getting himself licensed. Uh, you look at Tony Stewart just kicking the doors in, and uh, you know, signing off on his first license already right on the heels of competing in his first event um, signs off on Lyle Barnett's top alcohol dragster license. You had Erica drop some news that maybe has been out, but I hadn't heard it. Uh, it sounds like elite is adding cars mm -hmm. for next year in pro stock. I don't know who's driving, uh, but, and that was the first I had heard of it. I'm, I'm sure it was out, but uh, so we'll see, you know, they've got seven cars in the show. Now, if they add another car, they're going to have half of the field, in pro stock. And uh, I think there could be some debates on whether that's good or not. Um, but I suppose full fields in pro stock probably aren't going to be a problem if, uh, if one team showing up with half a field. That's true. That's true. And it should be uh, some tight qualifying too. So it'll, it'll make it interesting. That's for sure. Well, yeah. And you know, you get, you get to a, a critical mass at some point you would think, and um, and the potential for drama between teammates, so who's getting the better parts and how, you know, and this and that. And there's, you know, there's probably tiers within there on who gets what and how much of what. And uh, it'll be an interesting dynamic next year to see how they work that out and uh, see how they spread the love around Team Elite. And we'll see how much of a team it really is, I suppose. We're going to see what the, the level of uh, the pecking order with the with the level of the tears of yeah well and i think we know who's on top you know erica well, raining <laughs> uh but man tj tj's coming i'm telling you what that guy uh i always think of him because of his name as this you know long time well-seasoned pro stalker but he's not and uh i think tj's coming man so we'll see what troy coughlin does next year it'll be interesting to see who he's whose flag he's flying uh, with Jags giving up the sponsorship. It's, it'll be weird to not have a yellow and black uh, Jags car in the field. That's for sure. Uh, but exciting stuff, man. 2022 setting up to just close out with a bang and, and set the stage for, for a lot of great stuff in 2023. It's going to be a long winter. Well, yeah. definitely it's, it's long, but it's really short. <laughs> it just comes and goes. But, but uh, Starting out in uh, Florida. Though, no, it's great. Well, it's everyone's now. still there at the SEMA longer. show, and they'll, they'll be off this weekend before uh, the finals at Pomona the following weekend. Except yeah, there's Lucas, a big divisional race. Yeah, that's right. Lucas Oil guys are uh, guys and gals are uh, 
getting ready to run the divisional at Vegas. So uh, uh, this coming weekend, and that's going to be a lot of deciding deciding championships there. So it, it's uh, coming down to the wire. So it's going to be going to be some tight racing that went along with some great racing this past weekend for the nationals. So, yeah, you know, that you can only claim so many events and uh, it's getting down there to the nitty gritty. And, <clears throat> you know, you've got some folks that are close, but some of their worst losses are, you know, semifinal quarterfinals. Uh, and so it's hard to improve on those point totals when, when you've got a bunch of late rounds on your, on your tab. And uh, yeah, we'll see. It's good. The next two weeks, super high stakes, really this last three weeks, uh, you know, big time stuff happening at Lucas oil and, and NHRA both. And Ross, you know, I got to touch base on the Chastain thing. Boss move. I agree with you, Gio. It takes a special kind of track for that to even work. You know, you need a tight, flat track so that you can stay outside against the wall. You do that at Bristol, you scrub enough speed, you probably fall right off the, right off the track. And uh, you know, you need something tight and flat, like Martinsville. Um, and that's a hail mary. No one's gonna do that if unless their life depends on it. Well, you I mean, know? the other thing with with Ross, I mean, a couple things. You know, with Martinsville not only with the way that that track's configured, but, you know, you almost go straight right out of the curve, right? You can come right out of it. You can, as he said, grabbing, grabbing fifth and going after it. Um, you know, this is going to be one of those NASCAR moves going down in history, just like the pass in the grass, you know, and uh, you know, NASCAR will probably do something about it, right? Because they don't necessarily want everybody doing that. But um, it, I was listening to Steve Latart. Um, on the Dirty Mo show and uh, some of the things that he was saying, he goes, he's a badass driver, right? Bad man driving. Um, and it was, it was wild to watch him do it and ha hands off or hats off to him. I mean, he did it. He did it awesome. So, um, yeah. but will somebody else do it? Probably not. Right. I, I mean, mean, yeah, someday, right. The chance might yeah. come up again and someone will do it. It reminded me of a, a dirt track race, you know, where you're trying right. to get to the transfer spot and someone puts it up on the cushion and puts it on the floor and sees if it'll take it, you yeah. know, and sometimes it does and you get an amazing, amazing pass on the outside and, and sometimes it don't work. So uh, it happened to line up perfect and perfect execution. I mean, just uh, pretty, pretty sweet. Yeah, that it, for sure. It'll go down in history. Um, that's, that's an all time, you know, Chastain, no matter what he does from here on out, he's a legend for that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, you know, even even Kevin Harvick was like epic, right? Well, <laughs> Logano, all the, you've heard that reel, all the scanner radios. I mean, I think Kyle Larson's the only guy on the planet that didn't like that, you know? Uh, well, you know, the one person who probably should have not liked it was Denny Hamlin. And what did he say? He goes, he was impressed, right? He, he yeah. thought it was, he was, he was like, wow, he couldn't believe he did it. And, you know, he was, he congratulated him, right? He wasn't mad. So. No, he I, told his crew people on the radio, like, I did everything I could, you know, I mean, what's Denny going to do? He don't need to do that to get, he was in his spot. He was where he needed to be. And, uh, and he made some moves to get there late. You know, Denny was two spots out of the transfer with like three to go. Uh, yeah. And so. You know, he definitely did all he could. And what do you do? I mean, you you take that to a drag racing comparison. It's like if you're 002 and you're 
a foul behind, you know, I mean, you laid down a pass and uh, you just got beat. And, you know, that's kind of what happened there. Hamlin, Hamlin rallied late. And uh, what are you going to do when a guy does something like that? So pretty, no, pretty awesome can do at that point. He, uh, he crossed the line and he was in, in the, he was in the playoff in the last yeah. spot when he got the checkered flag. It's what happened behind him <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. But uh, no, it's just one of those things. I think that like, it's just like we discussed, this is a one-off thing and I don't expect this to be the new norm as cool as it was. It just, it, it's not, it's not feasible to happen at every track. And like you said, it's, it's, it was a perfect storm. If it happens at Bristol, you can't do that because it's a self-collecting track. The minute you go up that banking, shoop, right back down. You're going to get cleaned so, off. Yep. Right. <laughs> and so so it's definitely one of those things where it was great. It's got NASCAR. It's Wednesday. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not going to do it at Talladega either because you'd be going slower right. than you could if you just stayed on the track. Right. You know, right. so you're not uh, – I mean, that Martinsville might be the only place you can do that, move at. You okay. know? Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. But. Yeah. You know, but I, great move. Great job by Chastain getting in. And to be fair, Chastain has been a strong car all year long. He won a bunch of races. They came out of nowhere, the whole track house. He and uh, Daniel Suarez were won multiple races and were competitive all year long. And if you want to argue... Chastain deserves to be in the in the championship. For sure. Absolutely. So, yep. Well, yeah. let's move on to the most important thing in the WFO universe. The WFO Fantasy League standings. And boy, oh boy, is it razor thin at the top once again. But uh Gio, we'll start with Gio. Yes. yes. I I'm driving, boss. I got to go listen only. So, I'm I'm going to you kick me out of here, but I'll be around. It's good to see you all, well, WFO. I see you in the chat, Scott. Good to see you, buddy, at uh, at Vegas, and uh, I'll be listening. All right, Troy. Well, WFO, thanks for giving us a quick debrief on Vegas and joining us. And uh, you uh, take it take it easy out there and uh, keep WFO. it WFO. For sure. Later on, Troy. All right, Troy is Bye, going away. If I could figure out, and oh, look who we have here. Just like that, the bat signal from one man to the other. Wow, we are joined by the, by the man himself, the legend, out there rocking in Vegas, parting it up. I can see, is that the mirage in the background? What? I can't even tell. This guy is living the life. I mean, sorry, working, working. All working, he does is work from sunrise hard. to sunset. WFO Joe. Hey. What's there up? There he is. Woo. All right, here's the deal, guys. I have 5% on my phone after a long day. Is it's 5%. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, you know, I could go in and I got to get in a cab right now, right? To get back to the Cosmo. Otherwise, I got to walk. It's freezing. So this has got to be short. What did Troy say? Was it good? Did he have fun? He had he a did. blast. Good. Me too. We hung he out. did. He couldn't stay too long, but he joined us for a good uh, 15, 20 minutes and gave us the, a quick debrief. Oh, and there oh, you go. That's and it. there he goes. Five percent. Bam. So much for five percent. <laughs> but uh yeah, there you go. And there you have it. Look, we know he's alive. He checked in. He if did. he does come back on, uh, we'll bring him quickly. We'll we'll get him past all the all the callers waiting on the line here and uh, just bring him to the top, Sue. We'll move him to the front of the list. That's right. 
<laughs> but as uh, you know, I'm going to stall for a second and see if he gets back on because when I go read the the, the WFO standings, I'm not going to be scrolling back and forth to see. But I don't see him, so I'm going to go and I'm going to get to the top ten for the week after race 35 Martinsville. One week to go. The ra- the winner this week is Bogan Bill with 372 points. Keen Racing is second. Texas Outlaw is third. Royal Flush Racing tied with Craig Newhall for fourth. Hebrews 12-1 Racing fifth. Driving Hard six. Southern Racer X is seventh. Woo, making a dash. Intimidator Harley eight. Yeah, you didn't know. He kind of cheated on you there. Set a team while you were busy running a point for for the RV and all the stuff. He was changing his team. Intimidator Harley 8th, Ray Indy 9th, and Team English bringing up the rear, not the rear, but 10th place, 330 points for the week. The most points and the biggest uh, was, no, not the most points, Bill, Bogan Bill with 372. Biggest gainer gaining 8 points was Keen Racing. The biggest loser is Dirt Girl number 2. She dropped 14 positions. Oh, probably did not set the team. As oh. we, or you know what else is going on? A lot of people are out of allocations. End of the season. Did not plan right. You didn't go to the rich uh to the rich uh, York school of uh fantasy with your picking your team. You have to do this. You have to have the charts and graphs, whiteboard. They, they should be listening to Bobby. You know, Bobby plan out the his... whole last 10 weeks. Right. But uh no, I guess uh Joey C. Is is not been able to reconnect five percent. What a guy, right? Yeah, nice. Sent him the bat signal an hour ago, almost when we went on, and he shows up now and claims he's in. Oh, my phone's dead. Bye. Yeah. Oh man. Anyway, we're yeah, gonna yeah. get to the. Here we are. You know, the most it's, important. It's that thing. Vegas thing. <laughs> you know, it's the Vegas life. It's the Vegas right. life. I saw that he's out there. It's Party, I, I guess it's still, it's still fairly fairly early out there. The sun it was, was still out. It was uh, 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 quick. Oh, five percent click. Yeah, I, I think I saw the finger push end to be, I if I had so. to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but um, here we go. The most important thing, and at the top of the leaderboard once again. Bad Brad has taken the lead from Mr. Fantasy NASCAR on the one week to go. He comes around turn three and he has passed him by eight points. Bad Brad, who was down, I think it was about a dozen or 18 points last week, turns it around and now takes the lead. And he has an eight point lead, bringing it down the stretch to Phoenix. We are coming down. That's it. He Pulls a Ross Chastain right now to get back in it. And he is on point heading to Phoenix with an eight-point lead over Mr. Fantasy NASCAR. Bad Brad, the entire WFO Fantasy Universe, is rooting for you, my friend. Nothing personal, Mr. Fantasy, but you're the champ. Your name is already in the trophy. You're the Hall of Famer. You're the guy that gets paid for the fantasy cheat sheet info. And Bad Brad is there. He takes the lead. Come on, Bad Brad. Do it for us, my man. And so there you have it. Bad Brad and Mr. Fantasy. Do you guys really want to know the rest? That's all that matters, right? No. Yeah. Come on. They... We're getting down <laughs> to the wire. The We're getting down for the By wire. the way, they Come have on. a lot of points, too. 10,597 for Bad Brad and 10,589 for Mr. Fantasy. Unbelievable. First What's or second. Eight points. And uh, well, let's see. Uh, well, let's break it down. Why not? 
this since we're headed to the final week. They're both tied with two wins apiece. Bad Brad has six top fives, top fives and 16 top tens. And Mr. Fantasy has seven top fives, top fives. Oh, what am I having a stroke here? And 14 top tens. So he has one more top five, but Bad Brad has two more top tens. And that's the lead right there. That's the difference. Eight points. Unbelievable. Headed into the final week. Who would have thunk it? Bringing up uh, the rest of the field is Ray Indy, or shall we say leading the rest of the field, is Ray Indy, 216 points back with four wins on this season. Just not a strong performance in the top tens, only nine. And that really is the difference there, I would say, with Ray Indy being a couple hundred points back. But wait, that's a great season by Ray Indy also. Team 12 is fourth. Northwest Nitro Fanatics is fifth. The Dirty Hippie back up to sixth. He's got four wins on the season, but he's been a feast or famine. He's like uh, Kyle Larson was, checkers or wreckers. It happens. What's up, baby? And uh, Smothered and Covered is seventh. Craig and Newhall is eighth. Olsen's Trailblazers is ninth. I thought I saw him on there earlier. I think he was just watching or listening only. But uh, Olsen's Trailblazers, hope everything's great out there west, out west for you. He's ninth. Clawson Racing is tenth. Bogan Bill with the great week up five spots to 11th. Intimidator Harley is 12th. Southern Racer X 13th. Woo! Look at that. He's hanging in there, trying to get that top 10. Well, two positions up to to, to 13 from 15. So let's see. Uh, top 10, he would have to make. No, look, it's very well within reach. The 10th place is 525 back, and he's 566 back. So if he makes up 41 points, he could pass the, all the way up to 10th place. There Not we go. impossible. So uh, Southern Racers got something to go for this weekend. Fantasy Clueless. We have not seen Monica on the street Monica. today. Um, Hope everything's great with her. And uh, But she took a little bit of a hit the brakes there at the end, dropped three spots, but still 14th. That's not bad for someone who claims to not know what they're doing. Jambalaya J, 15th. Aviator Racing, 16. Beer Rita Racing, 81, is 17. Dan Elephant Racers is 18. Hockey Dad is 19. Team English is 20. Dirt 99 is 21. Hockey Kid is 22. So he and Hockey Dad are still battling. They keep uh, jockeying back and forth for position. One more week to go to see who's going to be the house champion there. Although they probably don't live together anymore. I think Hockey <laughs> Kid is not like hockey uh, adult. Ah, well, yeah. Even when I go. saw him, he was like pretty big. I think, you know, <laughs> he's probably out there <laughs> playing college hockey now. Well, you never know. Has signed on. All right. Nope. No more. Uh, no more messages from the Joe. Hockey kid. Royal Flush Racing. Twenty-three. Stubo still on the first page. Back one position, but twenty-fourth still on appears on the first page. Although I uh, read them the results from the WFO Radio Fantasy League page here on the WFORadio.com website because it is the simplest way to read them. As the great Patrick, the webmaster, puts them on a spreadsheet all, and I don't have to click, 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 top 25, click, click, 26 through 50, click, click. <laughs> Stubo, 24. Hillbilly, 5032 is 25th. Rusty Racing is 26. Texas Bugnut, 27. Double O Dead On, 28. Miss Laura, 29. 
Turn left, 30. Keen Racing, 31. I can see Haram Marolas, 32. Rich and Saugus at the Big Rock Show again, 33. Dragster Jeff, ooh, dropped the anchor, down seven spots. Uh, We're going to give him, yeah, a pass you know because what? he was but out he was there that's right. He him and Miss Laura. There, I, yep, I did him see that he and Miss Laura were out there partying up with WFO Joe. So Dragster Jeff uh, gets the pass for dropping the ball down to 34th. Bulls Wool, our other friend down under with Matt, is 35th. Top Fuel Champ, 1215, holding steady at 36. Fat Tire, 22, is 37. Hebrews, 12-1 Racing, 38. Lake Oconee Scott, 39. Low! 40, easy E009, 41, Geo, 42, dropping five spots. Oh. I uh, I did not set a team at all, and one of my guys had uh, already had too many allocations, already used up my C driver, I think it was. So uh, I guess, dude, but uh, I changed the team is. now, and I got, and I did remember to change the team. Guys, go in there, change your team. Hopefully, you have some allocations left on Logano, on Chase Elliott, or on Ross Chastain, or the guys in the playoffs, because those are the guys that win the races. Christopher Bell. So, yeah, Geo 42, Utah Drifter Racing 43, Willie B Racing 44, Barbecue Bob 45, Highline Real 5 46, Highline Real Fine, Driving Hard 47, G Senkow 48, Chicken Pit Special 49, Race Day San Antonio Dixie 50, Zamboni John and the Keychains hanging from Mickey's nose 51, Pickle Rick 52, Patrick 53. Who's your race fan? 54, Sacramento Racing Fan, 55, The Real Dookie, 56, Texas Outlaw, 57, Dirt Girl, number two, 58, Miller Man, what's going on, Brian, 59, Uper, one, a former champ, not having a good season, 60th, Bug Barn, Bobby, I saw you that you were there just listening, hope all is well, he is holding steady at 61, 62, going in circles. 63, up one spot, Team Gray. Look at that. Maybe he did change his team. Race Day, San Antonio Mike, 64. Dirt Girl, 65. Flea Tree, 66. North Star, Dirt 20. Rancid Angels, WFO Joe, JJ Husker Fan, The Stogue, El Jefe, Cervix Splitter, Vlad, Thug Life, Day Racing, Derail, Jersey, Intimidator, Kev, Trophy Wife, everybody else that probably quit. <laughs> there you have it. Last week. The important part, bad, big, bad, well, big, bad. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm now adding adjectives. It's just bad. Brad takes the lead for Mr. Fantasy NASCAR. And that's all that matters. Everybody root, root, root for big, bad, Brad. That's right. Go He's bad, Brad. Big, bad, Brad. If he gets his name on the trophy, that's for sure. <laughs> so there you have it. The WFO fantasy league, the hardest league in the universe. You know, there's a song I think we can put the Big Bad Brad, just saying. I remember a song from way back when. Let, let's hope it happens. We are Definitely. we are rooting for you. Bring it on. And, uh, WFO Fantasy, that is exciting right there. Look at me, I'm all out of breath. What else we got, Sue? We discussed F1, Mexico City. Max Verstappen, record nice. 13 wins. I don't, there's nothing else to talk about. Red yeah. Bull. Red they, Bull. I mean, they got fine. They're going to have, you know. Oh, yeah, right. Million. So they cheat. They're going to get a slap on the hand, a couple of right. million dollars fine. Yeah, lose I some, guess that's what, some tunnel they, time. They, yeah, the FIA uh, cleared it with uh, with a Christian, and they agreed to pay a fine. Right, And nothing right. else. Yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But anyway, so. yeah, that's what's going on. Two more races left. Um, 
Brazil, Abu Dhabi. We'll be watching, but us Ferrari fans are very disappointed. They better do something better for next year. Because yeah. I'd rather I'd rather know that they don't have a chance than to see them blow this the strategy and just be fast on Saturday and give me anxiety all day, all morning on Sunday. I know, I know. You know, I, I, you know, they can't even get Leclerc to get second, right? I mean, <laughs> get him in a point. Come on, it's so close. Let's go. Yeah, but yeah, I. I Mexico, unfortunately, I was really it's optimistic. It's going to be more of the same. Yeah, the next one's going to be about the same. So it's uh, disappointing, disappointing. But Look, it was, it, it was super exciting early in the season, and they were winning races, and we thought there could be a chance. But the minute you saw that they started blowing the strategy, and it just it went all downhill. It, 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 they never were able to turn it around. It just got worse and worse. It's, yeah. it's what it seems like. Yeah. Well, you know, hey – we got something to look forward to next year, right? With ending the season and in, in Las Vegas, so or thereabouts. So I think it's going to be the last race for next year. So hey, well, we're yeah, going to write off this season. Those, right? uh, the pre-sale tickets went on sale November first. I had an Amex pre-sale coupon there that I tried to uh, get Coupin. in on. Coupon, come on! Like, you know <laughs> they put it like you're you're winning something. Uh, yeah, you're, you're no. winning the chance to spend a lot of money on tickets. With you that, know, I, I just want to take a quick second to, to say how that the new dynamic pricing, what a load of crap that is. Get the hell out of here. They, the Ticketmaster has now decided that they're just going to jack up the prices on their own tickets based on the demand. What kind yep. of nonsense is that? So now they're just ticket scalpers, legal scalpers. How is this OK? Like, I, I just don't get it. I, I've, I've witnessed this, and I, I didn't think I didn't realize that it was Ticketmaster do, pulling the puppets. I thought that those were those platinum seats that, that you're trying to get for the concert is just seats that they had for like you know when you get the VIP package or something. Right. Oh no! I found out that those are just the seats that when everybody's trying to sign up and there's you see your two thousand people in front of you. Well, Ticketmaster just says, "Oh yeah, those seats that were at one ninety nine are now four ninety nine." Say what? Yeah, dude, that's how it is. All right. This is total, total BS. All right. And this is what drives me crazy. Stuff like this. The last time I went to go see Primus, it was a $28 ticket. And the total fee for the ticket was like $44. And I was like, well, wait a minute. It, it just said 28 bucks, And I just checked out at $44. Where did the $18 in fees come from? Like, why don't you just tell me it costs $42 and that's it? All right. I won't be as upset knowing that 45% of the ticket fee is BS nonsense fees and Ticketmaster BS. That's crazy. It, it, that shouldn't be legal at all. And not only that, but if I buy my tickets and I decide to resell them, not only do I pay a fee when I buy these tickets, but then Ticketmaster charges me a fee to sell the ticket for him, to resell it. And guess what? The poor schlep that buys the ticket from me, now he's paying another fee. That's not even double dipping. That's like quadruple dipping by these people. Unbelievable. This, this I remember Pearl Jam tried to, to do something about this like in the 90s, and they quickly figured out that there was no fighting Ticketmaster, and they've only gotten bigger ever since then because they bought up the Live Nation, and so now they just, it's one giant conglomerate. They own everything. They own, you know, they're in cahoots with the venues, and they're just screwing us all. $100 tickets now are $500. Get out of here. That's nonsense. 
So yeah, I'm not going to see Billy Joel and screw that. <laughs> I was going to buy $100 tickets and all of a sudden they were $500. And what? you know $100? Yes. And by the way, that's one ticket. There's two of us. Dang. You know, I'm not dropping a dime to go see Billy Joel. Sorry. Don't like you that no. much. My man. No. Uh-uh. Uh. You know, I didn't start the damn fire. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I had to get that off my chest because it just—I I just had a flashback of that, and it's—it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I genuinely thought that those seats that they had, you know, blocked off for VIP for charging people more and giving you a package. Because one time I went to a concert and I paid a little bit extra, and it well, came that's with the like, way it used to be. Right, you got a T-shirt and the and right. the and the you know the the, the, the I want to say the magazine. God damn it, whatever the hell it's called. The <laughs> they give you a brochure, you know, a drink. Right. And okay, it was a little bit more, but yeah. no, this is not that. This is just, yeah, this is the fu price. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, you you tried to buy late. You get to pay the penalty. Yeah, no, it's sorry. There's too many people want tickets, and we realized that. Yeah, we could have just charged a lot more, so we're gonna jack up the prices now. Yeah, right. screw you. Because we can. Ah, uh, yeah, nosebleeds, two hundred ninety nine dollars. Get out of here with that. Anyway, sorry about that. I digress. Do, do you feel Ooh, better though? Dude, that was a really that was a I good cleanse. That I was a cleansing better. cleansing moment there, Gio. That was good. Oh, thank you. Screw Ticketmaster. <laughs> Somebody should really do something about that. I wish I was a famous act so that I could go tell them to go f themselves. <laughs> yeah. But they're all in cahoots. They're in cahoots with the arenas and the stadiums and everything, man. They're just trying to steal our money. They're even worse than Disney. Wow. All right, Sue, what do you got before we get to sports collision? That's saying a lot. So Oh yeah, know. no, the mouse. That's another one. Oh, don't get me started on that. Fast pass turns into lightning plus and this. It's it costs like fifty dollars just to ride the damn rise of the of the of the galactic or whatever the hell the name of the ride is. <laughs> Unbelievable. Cause yeah, like you pay for the fast pass now, but the, the good ride's not on there, obviously. You got to pay a separate ten dollars per person just to get on that one. Well, you know, it, it's a fast pass. Eh? It's, 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 well, it's either that or you wait in the four hundred and twenty minute line. You know, that's true. That's true. So, it's like four hundred twenty minute. Wait a minute, is that like six hours, seven hours? What the hell? Uh, I was like, know. there's actually people that wait in line for there seven are. hours. Yes. Ah, oh, man, no, I'm not. I'm not. The no, one. trust me. I'm like, I'm out. See ya. I'll, I'll pay the ten dollar fast pass. That's I'll pay right. the ten bucks or plus the twenty that you have to pay to pay the ten bucks. But that's right. Uh, you know, I'm not waiting seven hours. My time is worth more than the thirty bucks. I got to tell you that. <laughs> but anyway, all right. Well, well, before we get off NASCAR, then there was the Xfinity race, and Ty Gibbs once again. Oh yeah, Ty Gibbs, man, this kid, man, he's taken, just taking out his teammate. Where it could have been ugly too. He it wasn't even like oh, like he no. nudged him out of the way. Oh no, no no not a nudge. He it was deliberate, intentional. You know, it wasn't even a racing move. It was took him out. You know, and now he's the savior. At least that's how he's putting himself as. And it was just <laughs> yeah, like, and, and Ty Gibbs was already in the race for the championship. So you could add they could add two Gibbs cars. Now of course JR JRM Racing isn't complaining because they got three of theirs in, but but still, like really, you took out your own teammate who you could have both been in the race for the championship, done it deliberate, and no, like not even a 
ounce of remorse. Like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, no problem. Yep, I did it. It's okay. Uh-huh. I got the win. High five. Here we go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have there's... to agree with you on that one. That was not a, um, I don't know, it's just, that that wasn't like uh, like Earnhardt trying to rattle Terry Labonte's cage at, at Bristol, you know? No, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. I mean, you know, he's he's clean cut. I'm not going to say that he's not a good driver. He is. He has all the talking points, but that's all it is. It's just talking points. (laughs) He's got to learn to mature and realize that he's got probably the best equipment out there or, or, you know, top tier, top tier, top tier. Yeah, there it is. Definitely top tier. There's no arguing that. And he's got to learn to race and not knock people out of the way. Well, he hasn't learned consequences yet. That's he hasn't had to earn his way there. And he hasn't had to learn consequences. And that's, and that's really it. He's mm-hmm. able to knock people out of the way for a win. And nobody, you know, there hasn't been any penalty. And until somebody puts him in the wall uh, or somebody takes him aside and starts up. Uh, but, you know, like it's, it, it's, I don't know. It's almost like the, all the young guys drive that way now. So there's um, no, uh, there's no veteran that. taking you over by the shoulder and telling you, hey, dumbass, you know, you got to chill out. Can't drive like that. Right. Right. You're still supposed to race for the win, not just and, and not wreck for the win. Not yes. wreck for the win. And and really, why'd you wreck him out? Come it was on. totally unnecessary. That's the whole point. It's yeah. unnecessary. Like he he took the win away from his teammate who would have made the playoff. And mm-hmm. in the end, it's it's worse for his own team, his own his own family organization. Right. Well, and I mean, and and there's all kinds of talk what he's moving up the NASCAR next year. Who's going to want to be his teammate? I mean, are, are you really going to want to be his teammate next year if you were if you were part of the Gibbs team? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. You know, you're not going to trust him. I, he's going to pull that crap all the time. I, I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, I'm all in Rubbin's racing when it comes to roundy round and dirt cars and, and all of that. But that wasn't Rubbin's race. And that was just I'm taking him out because I can. I'm not even going to race them hard. I'm just going to take them out. So. Yeah, that's just blatant disregard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so I think I think you know the Xfinity race in Phoenix is going to be interesting as well. So you know that 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 one's going to come down. We'll, we'll it'll be interesting to see who wins wins that one out. So, but you know. I, I really wish Joey C was on and we had the gang on because, you know, we could be taking picks on who's going to win the championship for NASCAR, you know, oh, out of the yeah. four, who's going to, who, who are the picks, who's going to win. So. Yep. Yep. Well, I, I, I do know that um, rumor has it that Joey C is out there making connections, trying to, trying to uh, get uh, some gambling connections going back now that he's out in Vegas. And since gambling is, uh, you know, now widely acceptable everywhere. After we've been spending a decade and a half touting the virtues of gambling and how much fun it is to just drop a 20 on a game. And uh, now everybody uh, wants to partake. Now, now leagues no ro- longer run away from the gambling. They're all running towards it and taking the, the gambling money. Very, very, you know, they all want as much as they can. Heck, there's even a sports book in a, in um in a stadium deal working out. Now there's, there's going to be a sports book at Wrigley, I hear, and uh, at the stadiums and in a couple of the places where the gambling is legal now, where the, 
where the sports gambling is legal, which is now about 18 different states. And quickly, in the next five to 10 years, I'll be shocked if it's not if every stadium or arena that you go to around the country, you will you they'll have a little kiosk for you to be able to drop a wager on what's going on in the game. It's just now at this point, it's just a snowball downhill. It's a matter of time because uh, they all want the gambling money. Everybody wants it. That's right. That's right. It's part of revenue. All right. Let's get to the sports collision. I see Sue looking up at the TV. I had to check. I had to check. I I still got zero, zero, top of the fourth, two outs. (laughs) All right. Yeah. yeah, I've got one eye over there and one over here, one on you on the show. I'm trying to keep an eye on the Patreon, see if anybody else shows up. We appreciate all the love we get from our Patreon audience. And, um, you know, you guys are the VIPs of the WFO show. And especially Patreon Sue, who comes and co-hosts the show with me whenever Joe's not around. Because uh, I can promise you guys I would not be doing an hour plus by myself. I would have been in and out. And this week, there probably would not have been a show if Sue had not been nudging me every day going, hey, we're going to do the show. And I was like, God damn it. I had a little guilt there, a little guilt. That's all. No, yeah. no, no guilt there. No, I felt bad because I was like, yeah, I, you know, I told her, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, no, today I don't feel like it. And, you know, but then yesterday, you know, we got to see the World Series, even though we were a little too, uh, could it, 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 it got a little late on me as uh, life calls. But uh, the World Series sports collision, we're going to get into it. World Series is going on. And right now, the Phils are in a battle tonight in game four against the Astros, and like I just reported, it's still 0-0 in the fourth, but the big news is the Phils are up two games to one. They can close it out with a win tonight and a win tomorrow night at the at the vet. At, at the, the vet. home. Wow. Yeah, at the vet. At the vet. <laughs> at their home field, oh Citizens Park. <laughs> yeah, you see, thanks. See, you see oh, where I'm man. I just went back to like my teenage years at the vet. <laughs> <laughs> so they can close it out on this homestand because uh, they took care of business on the road, winning the first game. And then they got rained out on, was that Monday night? Monday night. On Halloween and it got rained out and then they played on Tuesday and the Astros, they had their Lance McCullers, a strong pitcher on the mound, but it was just not meant to be. The guy was throwing up batting practice, home run derby, the Phillies, Put up five home runs in five innings, beat them seven to nothing. Like I said at the start of the show, I was really happy that the Astros were losing. I was not happy that my team is not involved. But then I started thinking, and I thought, big picture, big picture, what happened? Phillies win the World Series. What happened the last time the Phillies won the World Series? 2008. Oh, 2009, the Yankees won. So if Philadelphia wins the World Series this year, I'm saying the Yankees are going to win next year. And that's what I'm banking on. So go Phillies. Let's get rid of these Astros and history will repeat itself. And the Yankees are going to bring one home next year. Hopefully. Hopefully. But a World Series action is going on. I've thought that they've been awesome. All the games have been exciting. I'm a baseball fan, so I'm a little bit partial. But, uh, you know, these games, they've, they, they've been exciting. They've been close. And the Phillies have just, they came through. They were down four, what, four or five runs in the first game. And they came back. They, they just appear to be a team of destiny. I don't want to jinx it for you, Sue. Don't jinx but it. I hope don't they jinx take it. Care of business. And uh, 
I don't want this to go to seven games. I just want them to take care of business right here. We don't want to go back to Houston. Let's get rid of the asterisks. World Series, everybody. Two games left. One tonight. Go finish watching it after you listen to this. Well, you'll probably uh Learn game will probably be over by the time you get to hear this. But definitely right. go watch tomorrow and uh World Series. NFL. The trade deadline was on Tuesday. And boy, did we see a flurry of trades. What a trade deadline it was. Ten total trades on the trade deadline day. That is some kind of record. Twice as many as it's ever been on trade deadline day. And I think I heard uh, uh, what is Shefty reporting that ten trades is uh, there was only five deadline trades in the last four years combined. So ten is twice as much as the last four years combined. The big news is I wish Joey C was here. He would be so excited. We're talking Super Bowl here in Miami, Sue. That's all that's going on. Everywhere I turn on the radio, local radio, it's Dolphin Super Bowl or Kyrie being an anti-Semite. I don't know. That's all that they're talking about. But we'll get to to the second statement in a few minutes. Right now we're talking. Let's go with Miami and Tua. Joey C and the Dolphins are now rumored to be the fan favored to win the Super Bowl. They have picked up Bradley Chubb, the defensive pass rush specialist from Denver for another for a number one pick. They are they are going to the LA Rams school uh, playbook of F the draft picks and give us players that we know can play. And, uh, you know, look, I didn't know what happened with Coach Flo and them firing him and bringing in this new guy who wasn't their first choice and all the th- stuff that went on. But right now, it's looking pretty good for them. Got to admit, Tua is looking great when they, when he's not broken. He looks like he's everything that they needed. The, the front office turned that number three overall pick that they got from Houston, the second pick for Jeremy, for Jeremy Tungsel, the guy that they let, that they traded away that they even got the reason they got Tungso was because there was that picture of him on draft day hitting the the bong mask. Okay, I mean everything that could have gone wrong with that pick has now turned into three number one picks that they got from San Francisco for that they turned it into Jalen Waddle, the second pick they traded to Kansas City for Tyreek Hill, and now they have traded the third number one pick in next year's draft to Denver for Bradley Chubb. So if that is not front office monopoly. And hitting the lottery and the bingo card, I don't know what is. Because there's no way that they were going to pick better players than Waddle, Hill, and Bradley with those picks. It just wasn't going to happen. No, it it wasn't. So, so yeah. (laughs) So, the Dolphins are trying to compete with your Eagles, which are still undefeated, Sue. And they play tomorrow night. They got a big game tomorrow night. Against the Texans. Against the Houston Texans, come on, that's a win. <laughs> that's a win. That's a win. We're gonna check that's, that. If one you guys out. use that, then that's yeah. We're gonna, so be, that's watch, a win. We're gonna be watching the the uh, the, the World Series. <laughs> right. But, well, quickly back to quickly watching hey, the World Series. Everybody is talking Super Bowl in Philly too. All all of uh, all of all my my Philly Philly friends and Eagles fans. We're all chanting and screaming let's go eagles we're, we're ready to go to phoenix for the for the super bowl it's 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 on it's on like it's on like donkey kong right i mean bring it and jalen hurts man is he a two is impressive jalen hurts on the eagles is 
is also impressive. I mean, oh, his, well, I mean his composure Alabama quarterbacks have taken the league by storm. That's Who true. I know. I, I, it's amazing, isn't it? It's incredible. Bama. <laughs> right? Unbelievable. Thank God Mac Jones kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> or else we'd have to hear about how Bama, you know, Bama's not quarterback you. That's right. Oh, Nick Staben, what a genius. <laughs> we hear about him enough. Hey, Tennessee took him down the other week. <laughs> they sure did. But, yes, the, so the NFL was super exciting with a flurry of trades, and um, everyone down here is super way, way beyond excited. They're talking Super Bowl, which is, it, it, you know, it's great because it's exciting, but at the same time, it's just, <laughs> it's not, it does, you know, it doesn't seem like if uh, it ends well when we're talking Super Bowl around no, here. No, So no, I'm no. hoping that they don't break Still too early. Well. In, in, right in the next couple of weeks, we'll see. But uh, definitely, Dolphins making big moves, which is something of a rarity around here. You know, it's it's been twenty years of futility. So the local fans are, are you know, forgive them if they're uh, broken by, by by all the years of uh, not of failure of failure since the whole run Ricky runs fiasco. But uh, NFL definitely. What else is going on around the league? Earlier today, there was announced the possible sale of the former team known as the Washington Redskins, the former Washington football team, the commies, the command skins, the commandos, whatever you want to call them now. Apparently, Daniel Schneider has hired Bank of America to investigate the possibility of selling a part or all of the franchise. Imagine that. Woo! I'm guessing that they took a vote and a count around the room. They didn't take a vote. They took an informal poll and they got to 24 people. 24 other owners were willing to get rid of Danny boy. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened. And then word got back. And then guess what? Just as we're coming on here, the latest news is, Oh, hold on. I'm going to add him to the stream, but I'm going to continue my thought. The latest news is that apparently the feds are now investigating the Washington football team for financial improprietorship. That came out after the news that, the team that they're investigating selling the team. So I'm going to put two and two together. They heard about the Fed thing. The NFL owners took an informal poll. They got to 24 and Danny boy said, all right, I'm going to see if I could get six or 7 billion and get the hell out of here. So that's what I'm guessing, but uh, we'll find out more about that. But uh, before we go any further with the sports collision, it looks like we have been joined once again by the great Joey C. Five percent. Five percent. That 5% was the the shortest 5% I've ever seen in my life. Apparently, StreamYard uses a lot of... Uh, <laughs> a lot of juice. Yeah, I can vouch for that. Yeah, but I'm back. Last now. I'm week, back in my, I'm back in my room. I had to go 20 minutes without cellular uh, phone in my life, which was oh very my difficult. Goodness, that's like being like penance or something. It was very tough, and also it was very cold in the taxi cab line. I was at Resorts World. For those of you that know the Las Vegas Strip, I was at Resorts World getting cab over from the uh, the trade the the uh, trade show SEMA, and came to the Cosmopolitan where I'm staying now. I had to do that whole trip standing outside without cellular service. Oh. Uh, it was very challenging. Oh, did, did oh you poor feel, you! Did you feel like you were like in the '90s or something? Or maybe... oh my God, I don't even know. It was worse because <laughs> in the '90s I didn't know any better. Um, <laughs> But also, it was freezing cold, but now I'm back and plugged in. 
Well, no, uh-huh. when we had cell phone in the 90s, it was still super expensive back then. And you really only used it for like emergencies and you didn't really want You didn't give your cell phone to anybody because you didn't want anybody to call you on your cell phone. You'd be yeah. like, no, don't give him my cell phone, please. Give him oh, so my like, house number. Of course, the light was perfect, and I wanted to take amazing photographs of the win, you know, and I couldn't because I didn't have a phone. But now I'm back. <laughs> well, all right. So we've gone over everything. We discussed Ross Chastain and his move and um, WFO Fantasy League where Bad Brad is retaking the lead over Mr. What? Fantasy by eight what? points. What? Eight what? points, dude. He is, yes, he pulled a Ross Chastain as coming out of turn three at Martinsville and passed Mr. Fantasy coming into the, coming down the stretch of the last week and takes the lead going into Phoenix. And so he will be on point at Phoenix with an eight-point lead over Mr. Fantasy, dude. How about wow. that? Woo! Most dramatic of points races. You've got Brittany and Justin Ashley. You've got NASCAR. You've got Bad Brad versus Mr. Fantasy NASCAR down to the final race. Man, doesn't get better than this. Incredibly. So let me and give you. So give me. Listen. Why don't yeah. you give me the subjects, and I'll give you my hot takes, starting <laughs> with Ross Chastain. Hot take number one: Ross Chastain. Total video Ross Chastain, Onzai, Hail Mary. Should Loved it be outlawed it. or not? Yes. No! No, right. Are you going to want 10 guys trying that move at the no, same time? No, no, no. This is no. Has to be out. That's right. No, oh, okay, no, guys, like everybody's going to do it now? No. Now this okay. is a, a rule will be put in place. <laughs> Let me get you up to speed. As soon as I saw that, I was in a great situation. I'm on the mic calling something. Reinhardt's, look at this. And Reinhardt never says, like, don't pay attention to the drag racing to look at the TV. And so I'm like, what's this guy talking about? All right, let me look. Oh, wow, that's really uh, legit. Okay, he's right. Like, that's crazy. Total video game move. I have used that move a thousand times. Gran Turismo, NASCAR games. Grand Theft Auto. (laughs) Yeah. Carl Edwards tried that a few years ago at Kansas. It's It's been utilized. And you know what? Awesome move. Wow. Totally wanted it. Wanted it more. Went in the gray area. Did something amazing. It was great. Super great for NASCAR. Super great for Ross Chastain. Not so great for Danny Hamlin. But those are the breaks. And it is what it is. That having been said, the first thing I said was they're going to have to make a rule against that. And people were like, why? No, whatever. Just like what Gio just said. And the answer is you can't have five people doing that on the last lap of the last. You can't do that. And everybody is going to do it. Let's not forget that Darlington was originally the track down low and the banking was just in case. And then everybody was like, no, let's go up here. And that became where the racing happened. You can't have everybody planning to ride the freaking saver barrier around the outside on the last lap. You just can't, or maybe you can, I don't know. We'll find out what NASCAR's uh, thought is, but the next time you go to NASCAR, I mean, to the Martinsville, uh, you have to do that. Now, if you're, you have to do it. Someone behind you is going to do it. You have unless, to do it. Unless there's a rule, unless there's a rule. Unless there's rule. Like, they're just like steroids in baseball. It's like, unless you make a rule, everyone's got to take steroids. If the guy I'm competing I, look, is I taking steroids, with, I got to take steroids. 
I think this was a one-off thing where it was just the perfect storm, and I don't expect some car at every race to be trying to bust a oh, move the guy on the in, outside. The guy in fourth doesn't want to win the race? The guy in fourth it's isn't going to try to win? To, but this is not uh, something that's conducive to every track, and it, it would even work. No, but at Martinsville, it yeah, definitely Yes, is. at Martinsville. Yeah, so every time you go to Martinsville, this is going to happen. Well, they could try it, but it's not always going to happen. We've seen guys try this before. Kyle Larson tried a similar move uh, a, a couple, last year or the year before, and yeah, he, he, he bounced off the wall, but he didn't. He just ended up staying out there. He wasn't able to to hold it around the wall, at you know, going. Well, 50, Ross Chastain did it better. He did, and that's the thing. I just, while I do agree that it would be not good if ten guys were trying to bust this move, I don't foresee it as something that's going to be tried every week now. At Martinsville, if we race 10 races at Martinsville, someone is going to do that. All 10 races from now on. Yeah. Oh, that worked? And it's not illegal? Heck yeah. Last lap, 6th or 10. I'll do it. And they end up, you know, 2nd through 4th. I need two spots? Okay. uh, We'll see. I I, I disagree, but, you know. Why would they not? Like, what would prevent them from doing it? Uh, they don't have the same heart as Ross Chester. Right, exactly. It's, no, it's not hard. <laughs> it's just that it's not a feasible move okay. all the time. It this was watermelons. <laughs> so, Sue, you agree with me. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I love. <laughs> I loved the move. it, too. I loved it, too. It was a great one-time deal, and now it's against the rules. Like uh, the, uh, the T-Rex. Hey, Ray Everham. That's <laughs> awesome. Really great. Right. You did something cool. It's that illegal. Awesome. It's illegal now. Yeah. <laughs> it's Don't illegal bring now. that car back anymore. <laughs> but there's right. nothing wrong with it. No, just because we can't find out what's wrong yeah, with it doesn't no. mean that there's nothing wrong with it. You're totally right. It's nothing against the rules as they are written at the moment. However, <laughs> if that car comes back, we're yeah. going to have a problem. <laughs> yeah. the gray area. Ross Chastain. Listen, I was thinking about Denny Hamlin, how Denny Hamlin feels. Like, wow, that's got to suck. Like, what? And he's like, I did everything I could, guys. I did everything I could. Well, until Ross Chastain invented a new thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) And like, you could say to Denny, you could be like, yeah, man, are you going to retire? Well, why? Well, you know, you clearly, uh, you don't want it as as much as these other guys. (laughs) Well, why? What do you mean? Well, look look what this guy did. He did that. Then he passed two guys on the last, in the last couple of laps to get into the position that he was and try to transfer in. And Ross Chastain just made us, he was, he was further behind and had an availability that nobody else had. Danny could have done that. He just wasn't desperate. He didn't need to. He was, he was in. Exactly. He had a two-position lead. Desperation, man. The so desperation. Ross Chastain yeah. basically desperate times calls for desperate measures. Des- exactly, and that's what that was. It was a desperate measure, and it worked. And you know what? That's why everybody loves it. Everybody loves it because they're like, this guy wanted it so bad that he did something that was totally ludicrous, totally video game move. Come and on, we're talking about it on the sports radio here. That's everyone talked about. It. Yeah. Yeah, yes. that was good. It's good. Next, next hot take. Uh, well, we discussed the fantasy league. We uh, F one sucks because Red Bull just wins and Max Verstappen wins. Is that still going? Is that still going on? When's yeah, they, 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 you out? may not know, but there was a race this week, and Max yeah, won was. again. 
Yeah, no, I know. That Ferrari sucked. Fifth and sixth. They couldn't even bring it home, you know. They got beaten on the start. I heard they got their doors blown off. Whatever, man. Drive to survive coming soon. We'll find out all this, why it happened. Yeah. What about Ty Gibbs? And any any thoughts on that one, Joe? Uh, yeah, I saw that. I watched it, and I saw the response to it, and I saw he compared himself to Jesus. <laughs> so I would say, anytime you compare yourself to Jesus, probably not a good good thing. No. Yeah, but no. they're you know they're very religious, so they're they'll, they'll just go. Yeah, but he's for comparing the, himself the to Jesus. They hated Jesus at first, and they hate me now. You know, Ty. You're just a race car driver, man. Whatever. He, but Dude, I, he's he, just a spoiled punk. You could say he it. I'll did, say he it for did, you. He did dump the guy. He dumped him, and it was it was brutal. But, like, that wasn't the he, worst he, dump I've he ever seen. He dumped his teammate. Yeah, no, I know. He doesn't <laughs> care about that guy. <laughs> like, they could have both been in the championship race. No. Yeah, no, him. it was definitely not uh, not a good move. It was a bad move. <laughs> that's it like uh, i don't know what to say it was definitely yeah. very bad bad move ty bad, bad move. move uh-huh yep get, go get him his talking points well exactly jesus jesus uh people didn't like jesus either they don't right. like ty gibbs they don't like jesus but mm-hmm. they but the point is they came around to jesus and someday yeah. you guys will all come around to ty gibbs and you will love him sure <laughs> okay I think that's the analogy he's trying. That, to that that's what he's trying to go with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what else? Next hot take. Go. Um. NHRA in Vegas. Tony, we got a little quick Stewart. debrief from uh from Troy Tony Stewart out there, man. Just looking like he's always been in a drag racer. Yeah. No smoke. Great. We'll start great situation. That. Yeah. No. Listen, it was very interesting. Um. First of all. Tony going to the final round, like, wow, what a, what a, what a performance. His reaction so the guy's time will, great. man. There's no doubt about that, yeah, right? But we, we knew that. Like, that's the thing. He's got great instruction. He's in a great car. He's been putting a lot of thought into it. He's been absorbing everything in drag racing, like, with very serious nature. And he goes out there and he does a great job. But ultimately, he gets beat by one inch at 280 miles an hour by a 20-year-old girl. Madison Payne, third generation racer of, uh, you know, granddaughter of Brad Anderson, Shelly Anderson and Jay Payne. Like, wow, great story. Tony comes, you know, like he and I had a nice conversation after it was all over in the uh, winter circle for Matt Hagen. And he asked me, he goes, do you know how many inches there are in a quarter mile? I said, no, I don't. And he goes, oh, I do. He goes, and I lost by one of them. (laughs) That's funny. Two ten thousandths of a second. And so I gave the old, like, we're reeling him in uh, gesture. Like, oh, he, you know, dude, you're hooked for life. That's it. That's right. You're hooked for life. <laughs> He's hooked for life. No, he loves it. Tony's loving it. He's ha- having a good time. He's enjoying it. He loves the vibe of the drag racing. He loves the challenge. He had some good races. Joey Severance got beat by Taylor Vetter in the first round. Otherwise, you know, I looked at the ladder and I figured that, you know, Tony Stewart versus Joey Severance was going to be the race but uh joey lost first round so taylor vetter was the second round taylor lost to tony then uh chris demke who called it the tony stewart nationals on uh facebook <laughs> right <laughs> but came up short tony beat demke a champ and uh and then lost to madison Payne. 
It was great. It's probably the most that top alcohol dragster is going to be mentioned ever. It was uh, fantastic. And, you know, a harbinger of things to come. Man. Tony Stewart needs to drag race more. He loves it a lot. And uh, so does Sue. And so do I. And there's a reason. It's because it's awesome. And this guy is now into it. So that's good. Ooh, and for the record, 15,840. Exactly. <laughs> 12 times 1320. 15,840. Yep. And he lost by one of them. <laughs> I love that analogy. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and the way he said it, you know, like I never thought of it. Like, who cares how many inches there are? He goes, do you know how many inches there are in a quarter mile? And I was like, <laughs> no. He goes, 15,000. What'd you say? 840? Yep. He goes, 15,840. And I lost by one of them. <laughs> and he said it with the, that, that same, that same vibe. And, uh, and I laughed, you know, I don't know what to say, man. Like, yeah. Welcome to drag racing. That's it. It was good. There's your, there's your side. Boom. And yeah. It was great. It was enjoy that hook because you're in for life. You're in. No, he's, he's, he's good, man. It's, um, He's, it's awesome. He's, he's having a great time. He's loving it, and everyone's loving it. I talked to Leah, like, how are you holding up? She's like, I'm good. Just, you know, like, it was, in, it was a bit intense, but it turned out great. It was Next. great for the sport. It was great to watch. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, no. and it was all over, too, which was fantastic. Well, and uh, so thank you, Sue, for that. Like, that's my one thing. I'm in a blackout here on Las Vegas Day 8. And that's <laughs> too long to be in Las Vegas, guys. Just saying. You feel like but, you got to go to the church or what? Well, I have. No, no, not that. <laughs> but um, in the past couple of years, I've stayed for 11 days. So this is all Ooh. right. They head home tomorrow early. But um, it was a great weekend. Like, that race was awesome. It was incredible. Like the, the vibe, the energy, everybody had fun. It was packed. The WFO meetup, I felt like, went pretty good. It looked um, great. I mean, from what I could see. Yeah, we saw the, you and Troy and Dragster Jeff hanging out. And, yeah. And Keith Howard and Britt and a bunch. Scott was there. Scott Bell, that's right, like hung out with a bunch of people. I could have definitely done a better job of getting away. I'm and not Jim blaming. Essex was there, too. Jim Essex and... was all of What's up, Jim? Everybody was there, man. We had a great time. I'm, I'm certainly forgetting someone that was a meetup, but I, uh, I'm sorry. Um, good times. And Saturday night, we got up on top of the yard there on the top of that Budweiser bar, and we were hanging, and we were watching Tony, and we were watching everything, and just geeking out on drag racing. It was a good time. I see that uh, Steve Emerson was there, Steve, our buddy Steve, who's a Patreon, I think, or if, if not, has been. Um, good times. It was it was fun, and. Troy was was into it. He made friends with Matt Hagen. You saw. Oh yeah, yeah, saw that. You know, you missed. Yeah, it we saw him I mean, power and and quickly yeah. uh, change his tune when he got in front of Matt. It's okay. Oh, is that what you guys attacked him for? You yeah, we did. Troy, we sure did. That Troy, of course like, we did. Come on, he backpedaled. <laughs> he sure did. He sure did. He, all of a sudden, so. yeah, there was no there was no death match going on the minute he saw. He got one glimpse at at, at the fierce Hagen. How he in medicine he really <laughs> is in real life. He turned into a little mouse. He turned he sure into it. He shrunk. I'm, I'm like your fan. <laughs> hey, I'm your new fan. I love hey, you, man. I, I'm your biggest fan. Can you brand me with that iron if you want? 
<laughs> he got a brand. He got the Hagen brand. Let's get Hagen brand together. <laughs> yeah, Troy came on, but he had to go quickly. He was still uh, in his post Halloween stuff. He, he had the porn stash going on. Yeah. I don't know if he had that over the weekend. Dragster Jeff says good. that you could win in the McPhillips car. Uh, let's not go crazy, Dragster Jeff. I know. He knows what he's talking about. I'm a natural. Yeah. I'm like Robert uh, Redford. <laughs> okay. Oh, Scott says we came home to snow from Vegas. Yeah, you know, Vegas was, it was a great race. And then. Um, oh, it's blistering cold in my house, too. Yeah. And the, uh, yeah, congratulations on that. And then um, the Bo and Randy Lynn wedding, guys. Yeah, we see you story. partying it up online, man. You You're out there closing and dancing. Pretty girls left and right. You're Boy, all suited going up. On. You, you look okay. like, yeah. yeah, like Gambino. You did. You really did. You look good, <laughs> though. You look you, you look great, though. Just... Was this ever in question, Sue? Like, what do you say? <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> this is ever in question. Damn, oh, man. You, there it is. Thank there you. Is. Like, he didn't need you, you to tell him how good he looks. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Wow. You think I'm gonna show up? You think I'm gonna show up to an event like that, like with in any kind of a questionable manner? <laughs> I was freaking out. Uh trust me. You know what? You look good in Western wear. <laughs> you rock the, the Gambino thing even better. So back to back. <laughs> Back-to-back dressed-up weekends. It was so great, guys. Like, Bo and Randy Lynn, total 500-foot Mickey Mantle home run out of the Yankee Stadium-type wedding. Um, And Opium and Cosmo. I'm in the Cosmo right now. Maybe I'll show you guys my fantastic view. Um, And I was the efficient, efficient the person who married them, which is something really? I, I apologize to, to the WFO universe for keeping something secret. But this was a secret. You said the vows? You said, wait, are, are you like the ordained? official? Are you Am ordained? I ordained? Am I an ordained minister? Yeah. No, you don't have to be no. a minister. But you're I, not even I'm a notary. Not, okay. yeah, it was but... not necessary because they got married at the Cosmo and the Cosmo's got the legal situation handled with the state of Nevada. Uh... So all I, But I said the words, do you? I do. Do you? I do. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, Mr. and Mrs. Bo Butner, you may kiss the bride. I did all of that. Dude, is that the first time you emcee a wedding? That is. That is. It's the first (laughs) time I officiate. It was a big secret. Bo and Randy Lynn asked me to do it earlier this year. I was honored to the max. And they they said, uh, you know, I've. I had a very positive relationship with them. I went to Johnson's Horsepower Garage. I uh, I went up and did the Southern Sportsman Showcase. I have done uh, worked with Bo and Randy Lynn many times, and we get along great. And they were just so. It was a fantastic. It was a big honor. I was blown away, but That's also awesome. very yes, and kept wow. so, kept kept it to myself. Um, very nervous. Very very nervous. Holding the rings. I had to hold the rings, guys. Oh. I had to be responsible for the rings. You were the that's, ring boy, too? I, well, the, no, the person holds the rings. And then I said, take the rings from my hand oh, wow. and repeat after me. With this ring, I thee wed. Like, this was a big thing. Anyway, wow. hold it off. Wow. Yeah, dude, we've all kind of gone through a wedding or two in our lives, you know. 
That's what people are asking me, Gio. They're like, oh, how did you know? I go, hey, man, I watch TV. Right. I watch TV. Like, right. come on. What, what sitcom hasn't had a wedding or two? There's been a couple. Hey, you watched The Bachelor. Right. With this ring, I the wed. And uh, we did it, and it was great. And I've only been married once, but I've been to a bunch of weddings. <laughs> the, after, the after party was fantastic, and uh, everybody had a great time, and I was very fortunate to get a lot of positive feedback. Like, everybody had fun. Like, we had, we all had fun. The fun level, fun factor was 11. And that's it. And now Bo and Randy Lynn are Mr. and Mrs. Bo Butner. Nice. Congrats yeah. to them. Cheers. Yep. Awesome. And then And then SEMA. And then the SEMA show. And I was on the NHRA stage today at I SEMA. I saw your name on the board. I was on the board, baby. That was awesome. I did. I even, I, I believe I saw that on Twitter somewhere. Yeah. 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 No, I've been trying to do social media since we didn't have our NHRA Nitro show this week. Um, I, you know, I've been trying to post on Twitter. And when my phone has got some juice in it. And uh, it was it was great. It was a SEMA show. Honestly, my honest opinion on the SEMA show is a little a little light this year. It's a little light. Yeah, little light. Okay. But plenty for me. And I'm out tomorrow morning early. Got to get out of here. But SEMA being light, SEMA is still huge. Huge. My goodness. Huge. The (laughs) NHRA breakfast was this morning. It's a part of SEMA. And on stage, Brian Lones did a nice interview with Snake. Frank Hawley, a Frank Hawley's drag racing school sponsor. Try the dragster adventure at frankhawley.com. You'll be uh, very proud of Geo. Richard <laughs> Tharp, Richard Tharp, and Lee Beard. And awesome. it was, they were talking about just, you know, stories like fights and different stuff, cheating, all kinds of stuff. And it was very, <laughs> very funny. It was very funny, very fun, very funny. And then uh, I went and did my thing on the NHRA stage, and uh, it was great. Brian interviewed me, and we always have a great time. And then I uh, I got out of here. Now I'm back at the hotel after my phone. I hung out with Lyle Barnett. Lyle Barnett, Lyle, a licensed A-Fuel dragster racer, licensed in Randy Meyer's car. Very exciting. With maybe a top fuel deal in the works. Really? Yeah. Very oh. interesting stuff All happening. Right. Yeah. So we'll, we shall see. All right. Hot, next hot take, Gio. Go. Dolphins, Super Bowl. Yes. Tua. Wow. Look oh at that. God. You read my mind. Tua time. Dolphins, baby. Should we sing the song together? Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. That's enough. There you go. I told you, Dolphins. Gio, this song was going to be coming out. I told you. Yeah, dude, you're you're missing it, man. Everybody here, that's the talk of the town, man. The Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. That's it. They're a real contender now. That's not true. Nobody's saying that. We beat Detroit, and we got to play Chicago. We got to play a bunch of weak teams. We got to beat them all. I know. This is the easy part of the schedule's coming up before it gets hard again. At the end, they got Buffalo and the defense. The defense is weak, and um, well, that's why they brought in the pass rush specialist, man. You know what? Excuse me. Look at you, Good man. Come Tua. on, man. Wake up. There's no yawning in WFO world. Oh, I'm yawning. I'm yawning. Especially since it's only like 6, 7 o'clock where you are. Come on, man. It was a day. Hey, yeah. You don't know. You weren't here. You don't know what's up. <laughs> I've been there before, though. I do. But that. yeah, man. <laughs> you know, 
NFL trade deadline. There was a flurry of trades, and the Miami Dolphins make a big move to improve the team. It's, you know. What they do? They brought in the defensive specialist, Who? Bradley Chubb from Denver. All right. Yeah, Bradley so they're going to probably re-sign him to a big contract. And, uh, you know, that was the, the end of the trading those three number one picks to San Francisco. The three picks turned into... Uh, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and Bradley Chubb. They could not have picked better players in the draft, so I'm all for it. Let's see what happens, man. They're, they're, they're going to ready to compete with Buffalo. Everybody's got Buffalo being the number one team, but the Dolphins already beat them. So Dolphins already beat them. We're going to beat them again, too. But yeah, that's what's going on. NFL, big games. Phil, uh, Sue's Phil's are still uh, Eagles are still. Yeah, undefeated. go Phillies too. I hope you guys win. You're up. You're, you're up. Yeah, the they're up two to one. But tonight. the bad news is that they yeah, uh, they gave up a five spot in the fifth inning yeah. right now, and so now yeah. they're down five nothing. But that's just where the Phillies want them. They were down five nothing in game one. They were the in game back. one exactly. They came back. So, but uh, yeah, right now they're down in this in game four. But the Phillies are up in the series two games to one. Uh, we had some basketball action. We discussed uh, quickly that um. The, the dumpster fire that is the Brooklyn Nets fired Steve Nash uh, yeah, because Tyree is anti an, an anti-Semite. They had to get rid of the coach. Is that true? Which part? The anti-Semite well, part? Yes, every part I said is true. Yes, Kyrie Irving, you know he's an idiot, uh, flat earther, and uh, the latest thing is now he's an uh, anti-Semite too. And, uh, what do you mean, fight- like... Like Kanye? Like, what's going on? This is terrible. Yes, yes. Just like Kanye, he's out there tweeting and retweeting, uh, you know, uh, anti-Semite movies and books and uh, Alex Jones uh, links and just ignorant stuff. And then when they ask him about it, he gets called out. He gets angry and says, oh, that he's not promoting anything, that he's just retweeting stuff. Oh, my gosh. But what does Steve Nash have to do with any of that? He got fired because they're one in five or one in six or whatever. So he was the coach and he got fired, you know, because they can't fire Kyrie. So they fired the coach. Can I tell you something? <laughs> what? I don't care about that. It's, it's funny. Well, that's the big news. Every time I turn on the radio now, it's Dolphin Super Bowl, Kyrie, semi, anti-Semite. Yeah, but, but see, that's the whole point is that. No, like, who cares? Kyrie. No, it is. It's just ridiculous. No, no, look. Look, I understand what you're saying. but He believes the earth is flat. Like, there it is, man. Like, you know, it's America, and everybody has the right to believe whatever the heck they want, no matter how crazy it is. But in the end, some things are not correct. Like, you can believe something. Yeah, but look, and and forget the flat earth, man. You can't be out there spouting. Look, forget about that. You can't be out there spouting hate towards anybody else, period. That's it. Not when you're a famous... Especially when you're a famous person with tens of millions of followers or supporters. Like, that's all. You, yes, you, that's you it. talk about how much you hate people, you're going to narrow your circle of friends. The least of it, that's just the least of it. Look, Kyrie, who, who, who himself claims to be so smart and educated, is just out there retweeting nonsense and stupidity. And, and it, it's just, it's, it's unnecessary, man. It's, but it's in the end, though, every second we talk about Kyrie is like no, one is. second just... that's wasted in our lives. All right. You're right. right? I mean, am I wrong? And uh, WFO no, Universe, 
Every no. second that anybody talks about Kyrie, like we could talk about something positive. We could talk about something charitable. We could talk about Giovanni. We could talk about his new air conditioner. We could talk about all kinds of great stuff that will bring people positivity. Kyrie, zero. I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. You're so right. The guy wants to talk that about the earth is flat. That was, that he was wants to be a flat earther and attack people and show hatred. Well, that's his business, you know. Um, we're not going to talk about them. No. Well, that was it. That was, it. and then we talked about uh, college football, the Canes FSU week. The Canes had a big game this weekend. It was a struggle, but they won fourteen to twelve. Yeah. In a battle of field goals and two point conversions. So, what's the status of the bet between you and Troy? Well, look, a couple of weeks ago, it looked terrible for me. I was about to call it, it call in, uh, call it a, a loss, and I was re- getting ready to send money to Troy, but. Uh, Two weeks later, the Canes have come back, and now we're back to 500, baby. Four and four. I'm two wins right. away with two with four games left. I'm still right in this. Wow. I, I, I have to lose three out of the last four games in order to lose the bet. So it's starting to look better for me. Troy was an interesting character in person. He seemed to have a good time out at the races. He looked like he was having a blast. Every he picture thought. I seen of him, and even when you did that, you did that little live stream moment. Yeah. On on Saturday night, I was like, okay, they're having fun. That's we, awesome. we were. We were. And, and you know, the thing is, I was still quasi on the clock yeah, at that that's time. What I thought. Yeah. So <laughs> it can only be so fun. But good times. But that's kind of it. We were we were winding down when you decided to come on and join us here, you know. Yeah, wow. no, the hour but, and forty three minutes. So but me, what about uh, Brittany? I mean, hey, top fuel tight. Se- yes, seven points there. I mean, yeah, let's talk NHRA drag racing, guys. That sounds good. Brittany and Justin. Wow. But it's really not just Brittany and Justin because everybody's still kind of lingering close behind. But really, it's Brittany and Justin. They, it's like, unless and they Justin. both Come fall on. on their face. Brittany did everything she needed to do. That was a tremendous victory by Brittany Force. For uh, the record, yes, yeah, Salinas is third, 66 back. Antron, fourth, 78 back. And Steve Torrance is 87 back. Yeah, see, it's just yeah. I think that's a little too far. But is it point and a half or double points this week or something? Points and a half. Brittany would have to lose first round, and so would Justin and Steve Torrance win the race. But that's not impossible. Impossible. Not impossible. Look what Clay did. Very possible. Brittany and Justin both losing first round. Possible, but unlikely. But and then Steve going well, the on fact the that it's both of them people. that two people uh, are ahead to have to lose first round is what really makes it much more difficult. It's not one of those situations where like the Sarge had to have that run where he had the record run and all that. But he only but really that happened had, though. But like, Z, like that, he only had to pass one run. guy. He only had right. There's there's yeah. multiple people that would have to have a bad oh, day. Oh well, Antron and Salinas are in front of him too. So it just seems right. likely that Steve is not going to be champ next year. Um, it, it could be Justin. It could be Brittany. Like, we just don't know. And funny car, uh, Robert Height has got two rounds over on Caps, but it's like 62 points. And so I talked to Guido today. I had a great report with uh, Dean Antonelli, Napa Toyota Can- uh, GR Supra crew chief. And he says that qualifying points are going to be vital because they need – to gain two points on Robert to qualify, to lower the total to within two rounds. Right now, it's more than two rounds, 62 points. You get it 
under 60 points and suddenly you're within two rounds. And that means Robert could go out second round and you win the race and you're the champ. Um, you beat Robert in the semifinals and then you win the race and you are the champ. So that's their role to go out there and friggin' throw down and everyone's going to be trying. Eric is the champ. Erica Enders. Well, here, just for accounting uh, purposes, Caps is 61 back and Hagen is 63 back. Yep. So there you go. So both of those guys are going to be trying to get those qualifying points on Robert. Yep. Makes sense. And then you just mentioned Erica is, the, I guess, the only official winner so far. Yeah, she is the first two. There's a point and a half race left and Erica has clinched anyway. What does that tell you? Tell her yeah, to no, bring, she it had home. Bring, it, bring it home the rest of the way in Pomona. Make it yeah. a grand not, slam Not even close. Season. A 224 point lead over Aaron Stanfield, who, who had a great season himself. Yeah. Total domination. I would love to know the points total under the old system, even though I don't care about that. <laughs> Just to find out what it was. <laughs> Let it go. Right. <laughs> Let it go, dude. Let, Let it, go. it go. Let it go. I know. But she's got to be up by like what, like five hundred points? Yeah, if you want with the whole old system, yeah. If you want with the old system, you should be up by five hundred points. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm waiting for this Bellagio Fountain show to happen here, uh, folks. I love that Bellagio. Fountain Dude, we've been show. on a lot longer than they should have come on by now. So I know. Sure. I'm kind of wondering what's going on. Like, unless I got yeah. upstairs, maybe it's and- not working right now. Every 15 minutes. You know what? Every 15 minutes? You've been on for a good 45, man. You should have seen at least two or three. I don't know about that. But anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. Look at that. Jeff says that the show's not on because of the water shortage, but no, I don't. I see my balcony. It it was on the other night. Apologies to the audio only folks who listen to the podcast. We love you guys. Audio only foundation of my broadcast career. But in this certain example, we're doing a live stream with a camera and I am shining the light beyond my balcony at the Cosmo down onto the Formula One track. Hear that guys? Motorcycle guys getting crazy. Wondering. I thought yeah. the MotoGP guys were testing the I, track. That's what I thought. I was like, GP there already or what? <laughs> so tickets went on sale for Formula One. Uh, and I have elect- elected to not purchase tickets. <laughs> oh, you, you, oh, really? I don't yeah. know why. They were just so affordable. Well, I don't know what they were, but I decided that even if I got two tickets, uh, you know, I'm not going to. The gonna hotel room was going to be the problem. Yeah, true. That's exactly right. Geo, that's 100% correct. Like, you can get tickets. You cannot get a hotel room. You cannot. All these guys are going nuts. And it's only Wednesday. Dang. That's what Formula One is going to sound like, but more. Yeah, right. Definitely. And it's going to look like that, too. So the track is coming from... These guys don't, don't want know, you. Guys, anymore. that might be like that. Maybe that's a Formula One car out there doing a demonstration or something. Hey, look, you got the water going now, too. <laughs> yeah, we fountain show starting, Geo. Told you. There it is, finally. 
I guess it's on the fives. <laughs> five after and 35 after. Guys, I don't think that is a motorcycle, man. I think that is some sort of car demonstration. It sounds like it. Yeah, I think at this point, it, it's definitely too, too much to be uh It definitely is. You will all see, I'm sure, on social media at some point. Look. No. There it is. There is a car going around. Oh, get see out. It? It's going past the uh, CVS sign. They're doing a demonstration right now. Oh, WFO awesome. on the spot. The, the car is turning. It's going under. You see a light like right beyond the Bellagio fountain. I'm surprised it took me so long, but eventually I figured it out. Here, it's coming back. It's got a light. It's coming at us. They got the fountain. Shifting gears. Formula One car. First time on track. Live on WFO. And it's turning right in front of the uh, the little balloon in front of uh, Paris. Yeah, here it's turning. That's down. it. Formula One. Historic. First Formula One laps. Guys, I'm going to sign off and get an actual video. I will come back. <laughs> See, right. this is where you need to be a Patreon. <laughs> a WFO Patreon. You'll be watching this live on the, on yeah. the, on the stream. That was impressive. I was I was going to say I'm like that Look at that. Unexpected. like a motorcycle. If you, sat, if you sat through this hour and 50 minutes with Sue and I, <laughs> you have gotten the bonus that you got to hear the first Formula 1 cars testing out on the strip. On a 7 p.m. on November 2nd. Unbelievable. That's Joey incredible. C. bringing us the breaking insider information. We would have never had it. We wouldn't have been on. Man, very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. Uh, that's going to be one of those uh, must-see races. Definitely. And like uh, we just discussed, unfortunately, it's not one of those uh, that events that you could be there. You see, we could afford we could afford to get the tickets here, and we just got to stay home. Right, we right. Can, I don't need to pay for a hotel room. Well, 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 but I'm not paying more than my mortgage per night to stay in a hotel room in Vegas. I'll tell you that much. No, no. <laughs> well, we'll we'll sit at home, have our Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, enjoy we'll our Thanksgiving. Oh, look, he's back. Is he back? He's back. He's back. I'm back, baby. Him. Hey guys, that was history right there. We just witnessed together live. That was awesome. I can't believe it. That was amazing. And hopefully audio only appreciated that. That was the sound. I'm, I don't think they have sent a Formula One car up and down Las Vegas Boulevard just yet. And we enjoyed it together. Like, well, what is that noise? We're not sure. It's a motorcycle. It's not. It kind of sounds like a Formula One car. That, oh, look, it actually... What's more WFO universe than that? That was WFO. Breaking news of the F1 car on the track testing the first. We got the first sound of Formula One cars in Vegas. We really did. Like, that's a fact, man. I don't know how many other people were broadcasting live when the first Formula One car happened to be going around the track. But we were WFO Universe, five stars, rate us, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. And Monica caught it. She just joined. Way to go. Way to go, oh, Monica. Way to go, Monica. I, I see you doing it. polynomials. Oh, yeah. I was, and I thought that the, I that doing show everybody something. Like... 
I want to show everybody something interesting that is a sign of the health of drag racing. Um, I was able to receive a first ever Phillips Connect diecast, Justin Ashley diecast dragster. Oh, cool. Yeah. These, they have 750 of these, and they are going to, they're up at that Justin Ashley uh, auction for Phillips Connect that is online as we speak. And it has been a long time since any team offered any super cool diecast. And so. Definitely. Phillips Connect moves us forward. They really Files do. Provide so real-time data, analytics, and insight about your most valuable trucks. That's good, Gio. Good job. Thank you. I try, man. I try. Don't forget. Yeah. All right. So anything else? Any other hot takes? No, that's it, man. Yeah, I think we, we were, got them we're all. done with the hot so takes. You got, you got home safely, obviously, Sue. We did. We did. And uh, the motorhome is uh, fixed. ECM's all repaired, replaced. And uh, we have more power now than we did. So, hey, we're looking forward to 2023. Everything's winterized. 2023 on the horizon with PRI in between. Here we go, baby. Come on. Let's yeah, we were oh, new flex capacitor. That's right, the flex capacitor. We were all <laughs> very bummed out that you couldn't make it, and it was very sad. But we carried on without you. Hey, I we we missed it, but you guys all looked like you were having a blast. I love it. Love it. Yeah, we did. We had a uh, we had a good one. Good times. Well, all right, guys. I'm going to sign off before you guys sign off. Good times. Thank you, WFO Universe, and everybody who said what's up out there at the track. Pomona next week. It's going to be great. We'll have normal shows with Alan Reinhardt on Tuesday, and uh, we're going to have a good time. Be down at Fastlane Friday this Friday, and so coming back tomorrow, getting it right back into the mix of the South Florida lifestyle. Try to shake off the Vegas blues, and uh, that's it. We're getting ready for the final race at In-N-Out Burger Drag Strip, which is a story that we didn't even talk about. Which- oh, we did. We oh, we, yeah, we, we, we covered it. Why well, was that not in the hot takes? Well, because uh, it's not a hot take. That was just a good news, a positive story. I'm so happy about that. I can't years. wait to like really dive in. People who have been with WFO for a long time know that I love In-N-Out Burger, and I really do. Like, I genuinely like the food, and I genuinely like the vibe and all that. And for they to partner with the NHRA, let's face it, they don't need to do anything ever. They don't need to advertise at all. They don't need to make a partnership with anybody. But the fact that they did is so cool and so great. And we're, uh, you know, I think we're all going to work really hard for it. And there's a lot of great potential crossover, cross pollination. My idea is that, you know, one of the in and out style t-shirts featuring drag racing and maybe an NHRA logo available at the stores. Like there's so many cool possibilities. Can't wait to see what they do with in and out drag strip. At Pomona. It's the perfect, it's such the perfect partnership. And and again, the fact that it's a 10-year through 2033 is just phenomenal. And all those people who were putting out the stories about Pomona going away. Oh, you know, you, know, you, guys, again. you guys stink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, they might, you know, want to economically redevelop the area. How about do it with the drag strip? You know, there's one 
like drag strips are very valuable right now. That's what people don't realize is that they're rare and they're valuable. They're great places to shoot movies, shoot shows, do social media, content, uh, car themed stuff. Perfect. And they're getting creative with them. I mean, you know, they're mixing the drag race. And look at the Stampede of Speed. Or, you know, mixing the drag race and with the with the rock show or the country show and the music show and just bringing all kinds of worlds together. Uh, and uh, it's 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 bringing it back. It's bringing people together. It's getting people in the drag racing and it's a great place to be. Exactly. Well, all right, guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to start packing up. I have a real super early flight. Wheels up 7 a.m. out here. And so I want to go get gas in the rental car right now and get everything uh, ready to roll so I can get home mid-afternoon tomorrow. Um, but good times. I'm really happy that you guys were able to do the show tonight to all the WFO universe out there. Thank you very much for listening to the show. And uh, it's great stuff. And so, Giovanni, great job. Good night, everybody. Dave WFO, Joe. Thanks WFO. for the debrief. Later. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. All right, Sue, it's just you and I. Ooh. Bringing it home. Look at this. Our quick abbreviated ignition turned into another two-hour extravaganza, Sue. What? Just you and I. Well, what happened? It was going to be like 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I told you, it's an abbreviated version. I got to get back to doing things. Oh. Not. But no, how I, about know? it? Your first glimpse hearing an F1 That was car. super exciting, I got to say. Ah. Oh. Gone down, gone down the street. Right, it was just it, that's the that's the definition of dumb luck that we just yeah. reconnected with Joe again at, at the very end, and we we held on long enough trying to trying to catch a glimpse of the of the fountain show at the Bellagio, and what we caught was the audio of the F one car zipping down the strip. Unbelievable! First ever. Unbelievable! That was great. Awesome. We hope that those of you that have hung out this long appreciate it and enjoy it with us as well. Sue, any parting thoughts? Just have a great week. You know, everybody have, have an awesome week. For those that are racing out in Vegas, have fun. Good luck to all our sportsman racers out there. A lot of things on the line, even if it's some of it's just bragging rights. So uh, have fun, be safe, have a WFO kind of week. And, uh, and happy anniversary to you and the missus this weekend. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. It's mostly for her for putting up with me for uh, over two <laughs> decades now. And so, uh, yeah, definitely the big uh, anniversary. Uh, 21 married officially, so just for the record. Well, cheers, my friend. <laughs> yeah, well, look, our marriage is old enough to drink. <laughs> uh, look at that. Imagine that. Wow, I didn't even know that. Oh. Damn, I'm getting old. But uh, WFO, Sue, and once again, thank you for joining me on another uh, episode of the weekly soap opera that is our Ignition episode. And uh, to WFO Universe, thank you all very much for joining us. I want to thank, once again, FTIPerformance.com, Total Seal, Phillips Connect, Frank, Holly, Rodax, Marvin, call Marvin, get the good coffee, not that crap that Bonnie buys, samtech.edu, and Bernie Speed Shop. And if I forgot anybody else, I'm sorry, but we appreciate you and thank you very much for always supporting us. WFO, everyone, have a great week. WFO! This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye.
The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.